Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm excited to bring you interviews with empowered entrepreneurs who build their businesses on gratitude, self-love, and kindness. It's Julie Boya here of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, and in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you ways that you can actually end your day with gratitude. So if you're looking for how to start your day with gratitude, I invite you to check out episode number four, where I talk about how to wake up with gratitude and all the simple strategies you can use to start your day with gratitude. I've always been really passionate though about the bookends of the day. So really important, yes, to wake up with gratitude, but it's just important to end your day with gratitude. So in this episode, what I'm going to share are some really great evening rituals to help you to use gratitude to end your day. And I'm also going to share some of my favorite strategies for how to use gratitude when you're dealing with stressful situations. So what does that look like? So let's start first with our evening rituals. Now, we know how important it is to get good quality sleep. It's one of those things that for such a long time, it was a badge of honor to say, oh, I only sleep four to five hours a night. I didn't get it all up sleep. But I think what we're starting to understand now is that sleep is actually so essential for us as human beings. We need the sleep for our bodies to recover, We need to sleep in order for our cells to be renewed and recycle. We need sleep for our mental health and we need sleep in order to wake up with gratitude, right? If you don't sleep well, it's really hard to wake up with gratitude. So when we're looking at how we're ending the day, there are so many important things to kind of add to your schedule before you go to bed in order to have a really good chance of having a restful sleep. My favorite gratitude evening ritual is writing in my gratitude journal. So that's what I do right before I go to bed. I recommend writing in an actual physical journal. And the reason is there is something about writing that affects our brain differently than when we are typing or even speaking, you know, maybe doing an audio note. When you write, you're activating different parts of your brain and it has a really beneficial effect on your mind. So I also recommend actually, if you can, um, if you can do like cursive writing, you know, what we used to do, depending on how old you are, you might've learned how to do you know, cursive, the flowery writing. A lot of people just print now. That's okay. But one of the things that I do for my gratitude journal is I take the time to do the loopy writing. And the reason that I do that is that it helps me to slow down and pay closer attention to what I'm writing in my journal. So I have a journal on my bedside table uh, with a pen uh, ready to go. I I don't spend a ton of money on my journals. I like to buy journals that inspire me. I get gifted a lot of journals. It doesn't really matter. It's if you want to spend money on your gratitude journal and you want to get something really beautiful because that inspires you to write in it, then do so. But if you just have a plain notebook lying around the house and you want to use that, that's also just as powerful. So I always start with, um, I am truly grateful that. And then I write a sentence 
specifically talking about something I'm grateful for, for that particular day. So I'll write, for example, I'll write, I am truly grateful to be home safely with my family. So I just, as I'm recording this, I'm just back from a weekend away. And I wrote last night in my gratitude journal that I was really grateful to be home with my family safe and sound. So I'll take moments from my day and I'll write them in a way that I'm grateful for them. Why I love this strategy as opposed to just journaling is that it does keep a beautiful record of your life and it keeps a record of your life from a perspective of gratitude. Even when things are challenging, even when things are difficult, uh, you can actually write positive things in your gratitude journal to help you get through things. In episode 18, I talked about how to find gratitude after a miscarriage. And in that episode, I shared how the evening after I came home from the hospital, after having a traumatic miscarriage at 15 weeks gestation, I wrote in my gratitude journal. So I had built up this habit of writing in a gratitude journal. I'd been writing in a journal for almost two years at that point, every night, so that when something really difficult and tragic happened in my life, I was able to use my gratitude practice to help me get through it. I could find little things in that day that I was grateful for. You know, I'm not saying we want to be grateful for trauma. I don't want us to be necessarily grateful for the terrible things that happen in our lives. But when we can find little tiny moments of the day where we found gratitude, that really helps our mindset. So to sum up what I'm suggesting to do with a gratitude journal, so you're gonna get a journal, it can be a fancy one, it can be a plain notebook, it doesn't matter, a pen that works, <laughs> whatever ink color you prefer. I'm a black ink kind of girl. Some of you are blue ink people and you can have all of my blue pens because I will only write in black ink or you can write in different colorful pens, whatever makes you happy and brings you joy when you pick up your gratitude journal. You're gonna put the date and write three things you're specifically grateful for for that day. So I am truly grateful that, I am so thankful that, thank you God for, however you choose to start your sentence, that's completely up to you. So you're gonna write three things specifically for that day. And you're trying to make it different every day. You're not wanting to repeat the same thing every day. You want it to change and really focus on what was I grateful for today? Now, I'm gonna teach you guys my little gratitude trick that I've been using for many, many years. So have you ever heard of something called a gratitude intention? Now, you might not have, but if you ever watched the movie The Secret or maybe read the book or listened to the audiobook, uh, Rhonda Byrne really talks about this, and it's about writing in the present tense something you're grateful for that has yet to manifest on the physical plane. So something that has not happened yet in your life, but that you want to attract and to create. So this part, this is a fourth line, and this one you actually repeat every night until it comes true. 
So the first time that I did this was when I first started my gratitude practice, which was uh, over nine years ago now. And I wrote that I was truly grateful to achieve a certain level in my business. So um, I have a business in network marketing with USANA Health Sciences, and I wanted to reach this level called Gold Director. That doesn't mean anything to the majority of people listening, but for me at the time, it was the next leadership level that I was aiming to go for. It's something that takes four weeks to accomplish. And it was a really big stretch goal for me and something I had been wanting to achieve for a number of years. So I started writing that as my fourth line in my gratitude journal. I am truly grateful to be a USANA Gold Director. I would write that every night, every night. And believe it or not, 12 weeks later, I actually achieved the goal. And it really was a beautiful set of circumstances that came together to help me to manifest this goal. And things that I had never anticipated sort of happened in my life. All these beautiful coincidences that occurred. So I was like, this gratitude thing, it's kind of working. It worked for this goal. What it, would it work for something else? So the next thing that I tried with my gratitude intention was my husband and I wanted to buy a home, our first home together. So I started writing, I am truly grateful to be living in a three bedroom home with a powder room on the main floor and a kitchen window that overlooks a backyard. And I was really specific about what I was looking for because I knew exactly the home that I wanted. And it was less than 12 weeks later that we actually found the home that we moved into that really was what I'd written in my gratitude journal. Now, over the years, has every single thing that I've written as my gratitude intention come true? Nope. And that's okay. Uh, but have a lot of things that I've written as my gratitude intention come true? Absolutely. So I keep doing it. And I think when you're writing the gratitude intention, what's really important is that you're as clear and concise as you can be but also allowing for a little bit of space. So sometimes when we get really too specific, we don't leave room you know, for God or the universe to give us something maybe even better than we're asking for. So it's being aware that when you're writing a gratitude intention, that it comes from the heart, that it's something you really authentically want and desire, and that you're specific without being too limiting into what you are asking to manifest in this world. So that's my number one tip for an evening ritual. My absolute favorite thing to do before I go to bed is to write in a gratitude journal. And I really encourage you to do that the very last thing. So your phone has been off, your phone's in airplane mode. If you remember what I said in episode four is if you're going to wake up with gratitude with your phone as your alarm, make sure you turn your phone to airplane mode before you go to bed. So your phone's on airplane mode, you put it aside, you put it in another room, whatever you need to do, and you take out your gratitude journal and that's the last thing you do before you turn out the light. So there's one more thing that I wanted to share with you in this episode and that is a, a simple strategy that I use when I'm in a stressful situation. So this is something where you feel like your stress levels are rising. You might be feeling like you're getting angry or upset or frustrated. This happens to us as parents often, you know, sometimes our kids just, we love them so much, <laughs> but sometimes they frustrate us and we want to maybe lose our temper or lose our cool. 
I know, especially when my daughter was younger, this was the hardest thing is I would get so frustrated and wouldn't know how to handle that. And I knew that, you know, yelling at her was not the solution because that doesn't really help anybody if you're yelling at them. So I tried to figure out a way to what I could do in a stressful situation. So my tip goes like this. The first thing to do, if you can, is to step outside. So if you're inside or you're in your office or in your car and you can pull over and step outside and be in nature, that's step one. So being outside of the four walls, even if it's a cold winter day, if you can just maybe step out onto your front porch, throw a coat on if you need to. Now I preface this with saying, if your children are very young and cannot be left alone in the home, please do not do this. But perhaps it might just be closing yourself into the bathroom, which I know all of us have done at least one time. Just give mommy a minute. I need to just calm down. I'm just going to be in the bathroom. So the best thing to do is get out into nature and just take a look around. Uh, look at the trees. Look at the grass beneath your feet. Uh, hopefully there's no snow on the ground. And just focus on the beauty of nature, the grass that grows, the flowers that bloom, the trees that give us oxygen, all of these things. So just noticing nature. The next thing that I do is take three deep breaths. So when we are in a stressful situation, we are in a fight or flight mode. And the simplest way to tell our body to get out of this fight or flight mode and to lower our stress hormones is three deep belly breaths. So you're putting your hands over your stomach taking deep breath in, feeling your stomach expand, holding it for a moment and exhaling. And repeating that three times. That action alone just automatically tells our body that we are no longer in fight or flight. We are no longer running from the bear. We can now manage our emotions with a clearer head. And the last thing to do in that moment of stress, of anxiety, of frustration is to say out loud three things that we are grateful for. And in that moment, it might just be that you're breathing. You know, if you're having an argument with someone or a disagreement with someone, in that moment, it, it's also powerful to say, I am grateful for that person. I am grateful for what I'm learning right now. I am grateful that, you know, this person is an excellent teacher in my life. So three things you're grateful for. You can say it in your head if you prefer, but saying it out loud is again, super powerful. And now this whole process honestly takes less than a minute. You can head back inside, deal with your situation, maybe rewrite the email, uh, talk to your children with a calmer voice, um, reconnect with your partner, maybe apologize if necessary. This strategy works no matter what situation you are in, but it's, it's stopping. It's stopping that you know, flood of emotion and giving yourself time for your body to deal with it so that you are not necessarily saying things or doing things that could really hurt someone. 
know, when we are in these moments of severe stress and anxiety, often it's really hard to control the words that come out of our mouths. We've all been in situations where we've said things to people that are really hurtful. And a strategy like this, when we feel these feelings bubbling up of frustration and anger, can really help diffuse a situation and keep us from hurting the people that we love. So that's it for today's episode. I hope that you will impl- uh, implement some of these strategies into your life, help you to continue to grow in gratitude and um, you know, do your best like me. I'm practicing my gratitude every single day. This is a practice. This is something that will, some days will be easier, some days will be harder, but I just really encourage you to give some of these strategies a try and find me on social. You know, let's connect. I want to hear what strategies have been working for you. And if you have gratitude strategies that I might not know, I would love to hear from you because I really love to learn the different ways that we all use gratitude in our lives because that's what's great is that the way that I use gratitude and the way you use gratitude doesn't have to be the same, but we can both benefit from it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. If you'd like to continue your journey with gratitude or stay connected, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and TikTok. Did you learn something from this episode? Was it of value to you? Please share with your friends and don't forget to add us to your favorites and download the episodes automatically when they are posted.